Comics. Movies. Music. Video games. Technology. Blu-ray. Television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Welcome to Jersey Shore. I'm Jordan from Jersey. Joined this week by... Pierce. Hey, guys. And uh, we're here, finally, to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. the movie. The in movie. full spoiler detail, so you have been warned, everything spoiler-wise is on the table for Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think would probably be limited mostly to, like, Avengers and Thor 2, and I guess Captain America 1. I'm thinking of other movies that tie in pretty directly to this. But all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies are yeah. fair game, and Guardians comics will probably come in at some point. I'd about to say, yeah, comparison to characters and such like But that, mostly yeah. the movie, so if you've seen the movie, you're... Pretty much fine. And I would imagine, I think, most people that would be listening to this podcast have, in fact, seen the movie. I think most people in the country at this point have seen the movie. Yes, <laughs> Actually, true. technically not. I mean, we can look at the numbers and know that that's not true. But the numbers are very, 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 very good. Yeah. The movie is doing gangbusters. I was actually surprised. I thought it was doing better than it is. Because they were like, it's set to overtake Transformers. I'm like, it didn't already? Like, people went and saw the new Transformers movie? Oh, yeah. Like, that just surprises me. Well, I mean, first off, the new Transformers movie is doing gangbusters overseas, whereas Guardians is in some places, more. it's doing better in English-speaking countries, Uh, because a lot of the humor doesn't translate. I'm about to say, yeah, you're also talking humor versus straight action. The humor of the Transformers movies translates exceptionally well in other languages, because it's mostly slapstick stuff, Mm -hmm. and not, you know, puns and... Um, wordplay and that exactly. kind of stuff. That yeah. that thing doesn't transfer as well. Um, but it's still doing well overseas in general, and it still hasn't even opened in a lot of places yet. So hmm. um, I think there's some places it does not open until October. So really, you know, that's weird. Okay. No, that's fairly standard in just how movies are released. Okay. But um, so people by this point have already heard me talk about the movie lots and lots and lots and lots, and I will probably talk about it more lots and lots and lots in this. But let's give you the first bite of the apple, as it were. Tell us what did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy. I heard someone phrase it like, Avengers is the D&D group that you wish you had. Guardians is the D&D group that you actually got stuck with. And you know, as someone who, who has played D&D, I think that's pretty much spot on. And I will say that this is probably my favorite Marvel movie, just flat out. You know, I think we talked a little bit about before, and I think it'll be released a little bit. Later in a bonus episode... It'll be the bonus episode after episode 80. We talk about it briefly. Yeah. Uh, Where, you know, kind of comparing the different ones, uh, some of them bring different things to the table, like Winter Soldiers is a different film, but I think, you know, you can kind of compare the getting the team together Avengers versus the getting the team together kind of style. There are certainly similarities, although as yeah. well as major differences, yeah, but it's, it's, an, it's the easiest analog to choose. It, I feel like it did in one movie what it took, you know, four movies for the Avengers to do. I, I see what you're saying, but I, I don't know if I'd say it's fair to say that it took four movies to get them together. A, there was more than, the, than four movies, but well, we, we, yeah. <laughs> beyond that, I, it's not like we can't do the Avengers until we've had a Thor movie I mean, I'm sure that was part of it, but it was more like, let's get a Thor movie. Like, it's just smart to do it this way. That's more true. than we have to do it this way. Um, I mean, although we will see if you have to do it this way, I guess, when uh, 
when DC finally gets around to doing it, but uh, that that's yeah, far that's, off in the future. So. Yeah, well, we'll see with Dawn of Justice how that turns out. But. Because, I mean, also, Guardians is a different type of team. I think you could probably pull off a Rocket, or at least Rocket and Groot movie, now. I don't think that would have floated mm. at all beforehand, and... I don't know that I want to see that movie as much as a I don't think movie. I don't think I would want to see that movie either. I think it's it's necessarily I'm not saying I don't want to see it, just not as much. I want to see a Guardians movie more. Yeah, because I think it's what the team brings together. I think the team as a whole and you're right, the individual Marvel movies each did have something to offer and something that was good. You know, I think the cap line probably being my favorite out of the series. Like, if we were to pick, a, like, a series so far sure. of the three Iron Men, you know, the Cap being my favorite, but I just like Nazi beat-em-ups. Like, I don't think Guardians have as strong of characters individually, but I don't think Avengers brought out those characters as much, you know, as the individual movies did, if that makes sense. I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but also this movie didn't have individual movies to, to, to kind build of those characters up, so it had to do all of them at once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think I think that is also kind of the difference where you can have a movie where Thor, Iron Man, and Cap just beat the crap out of stuff for a couple hours because those are uber powerful A tier characters that could do that and they're established and they're established. But I don't think even if you had the lead up movies with Guardians, you could do that because they're not that kind of they're not those kind of characters. They can be, though. I mean, and I don't mean that as a negative, even though I'm kind of sighing as I say it, but they, yeah. they can be. From It depends on the story. There are well, times also, when yeah. it's, you know, they luck their way out of problems and into more problems, and there's times where, you know, Rocket has an unfeasibly large cannon, and Peter Quill's got his element guns, and they're, you know, just blowing crap up for a couple issues. You know, that, That's true, that happens yeah. as well. I think they're they're equally suited for both of those, but I prefer the more jokey falling in and out of... You know, calamities. Yeah, and I think the movie definitely struck that tone of the getting by by the skin of your teeth kind of thing. Oh, absolutely. So Sometimes you just have to distract the villain by dancing. That was that was the greatest moment that they actually did that. I actually didn't like it the first time I saw it. That part, really? In, in the second and now third, I've seen it three times now, um, <laughs> viewings, they got much better. Like, seeing it again, I was like, okay, I really do appreciate that. What, what didn't you appreciate about that in the first? It was just the first time I was like, Really? Like, and I, I like the goofiness of it. It just felt like, you know, it just stepped over the line. Like, it was towing that line very okay. well throughout the movie. And at that point, the first time I watched it, I went, oh, you just stepped over the line. You just kind of tripped and fell over the line yeah. more than anything else. And, but once, I guess once you see what he's doing, it kind of brought him back. Once you see that he's distracting him and not just like, just dancing because there's nothing <laughs> else to do. <laughs> It became bad. I mean, I, and I guess it was obvious in the beginning what he was doing, but at the same time, it still just brought this look of confusion to my face the first time. Okay. I think it works much better on reviewings. In fact, almost everything in the movie has gotten better every time I've seen the movie. Really? With the with the exception of Karen Gillan as Nebula, <laughs> pretty much everything in yeah. the movie gets better and better and better. And her, I consistently dislike more and more as I see the movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. She and did. I like her quite a bit. It's just I don't love what they did with that character. And it's not like out of any slavish um, devotion to the comic book version. I literally don't think I've ever read a comic with Nebula in it. Hmm. It's just, I don't like how that character worked on screen. I think there's interesting places they can take her in the sequel that would redeem a lot of the problems I had. But 
like I said, she was the one drawback for me. Everything else worked really well and works better the more times I see the movie, just except for that one performance. Luckily, it's such a small role that it doesn't get in the way. See, that's why it didn't bother me, because it was such a small role. And I think just because, as an Amy Pond fanboy, I was like, ah, blue Amy Pond. I hated Amy Pond. No, I hate Rose. Oh, that's right, that's right. Because what's so special about her? But anyway, um, no, I... I was just fanboying the fact that she was blue, and those eyes are unmistakable, even apparently when she's an alien. So um, when they when they have her wearing completely blacked out fisheye yes. contact lenses, yes, okay. She she did look like Abe Sapien from Hellboy. A <laughs> um, no, I see the drawback for me, and I do plan on seeing again, and hopefully it'll change. But Gamora, she was the one character that was kind of a hang up for me, like. And maybe just because of how I read her, but I always read her not as soft. Like I wouldn't say Gamora was particularly soft in this. See, it kind of felt that way, though. It felt like she was, you know, raised as a hardened killer, but just like, oh, I'm being entranced by your music right now. Well, if you've never heard music before, that would probably happen. I mean, that's a fairly established trope in sci-fi. And and as much as I appreciated the line, the... uh, Pelvic sorcery? Well, there's that line. But the, uh, shoot, what's it called? Um, the, the Kevin Bacon line. Was, oh, yeah, yeah, I was like, I mean, I Which appreciate like that. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I appreciate that, but I was like, eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, and she, and so, like, not every character was exactly how I imagined them. Like, Drax was very different, but done so well that I had no problem with it. I, I've read a couple people saying, and I thought this was funny, that Drax is the most different from his comic version and that's awesome because Drax in this comic version is fairly boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Drax in this movie, st- I, mean, I don't want to say stole the show. Every character kind of stole every scene they were in. But he he was like batting a thousand pretty yeah. much on stealing the scenes he was in. Oh, there's, uh, you know... I like Not that anyone else was batting less than that. Like maybe like 988 or something, yeah. but... No, it was just, it's funny because like, I feel like his lines are the most quoted lines, at, at least of anything that I've heard. So, like, I'll be listening to podcasts that are completely unrelated to anything about Guardians, and they'll just be, like, quoting, nothing goes over my head. You know, and, like, it just, and they count the number of Drax quotes they have. Like, you know, so it's just interesting to me that... This dumb tree is my friend. <laughs> the green whore. Stop it. <laughs> like, Nobody talks to my friends like that. <laughs> I was surprised that they made him weak. Like... You know, the what dude I, that's supposed to kill Thanos. Well, granted in the this, in, Yeah, granted that. He was also incredibly drunk. Well, yeah. And that true. scene was not really there to show you that he was weak. It was to show you that Ronan was a formidable physical th- threat. That's true. But, you know, and this is, you know, from the comics, it's Drax is supposed to be this beat stick. And he But wasn't. more against Thanos than anybody else. Like, against anybody else. Yes, he's definitely a fighter and a brawler. But I wouldn't say, like, he's specifically designed to kill Thanos. And so he's a particularly effective against Thanos, and thus has been used mostly against Thanos. That's Otherwise, true. he's muscle, certainly, but he's not like, you know, the Hulk or something. Despite how he was drawn in the 90s, when he looked ridiculous. All the muscles. All the muscles. Where at times he was literally bigger than the Hulk, because artists and perspective and the 90s and yeah, those well, things just don't fit. Rob Liefeld, come on now, you know? Well, <laughs> I felt... Uh, I don't even know if he ever drew Drax, but it was just that art style that, of the time yeah. where it was like... Yeah. Uh, you know... Muscles so... on your pouches. <laughs> and just so many pouches all the time. Why 90s? Why? What's, what's, the, what's the thing from Dremel and Broncos? 
flesh pouches or whatever. Oh, yeah, flesh pockets. Flesh pockets. <laughs> Which is not nearly as dirty as it sounds, listeners. Believe it's just, me. It's just, to say to that. It's just pockets yeah, 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 in your... In your, in your yeah. Oh, yeah, Dave's in the room now. He, yes, yeah. Dave has joined us. He has not seen the movie, so we're unfortunately spoiling him, but yeah. he has consented. Yeah, he's just sitting... It's my on. free trip to the movies. <laughs> Everything I wanted to know about Guardians of the Galaxy. Completely out of order, and yes. mostly just quoting funny lines. Well, and, and this <laughs> actually could be an interesting um, piece that we can do here. Someone that's not seen the movie... What is your thoughts, having not seen it? What have you heard? Do you want to go see it? I absolutely want to go see it. Um, I've heard nothing but good things. Granted, most of the people that I've asked about Guardians of the Galaxy are huge Marvel fans, if not fanboys. Not just you guys. Pretty much anybody that I've talked to about Guardians that's gone gone to see it. They're huge fanboys. Um, They can't speak... Um, highly enough about the movie. The interesting thing, I was actually talking to the person that cuts my hair, and she was telling me how great the movie was, and she raved about the soundtrack. She, she even went as far to say that the soundtrack is a character in itself. It is. Which, it, um, yeah, it is. Which is probably, like, I'm a big music guy, which is the biggest thing, I, like, not, well, maybe not the biggest thing, but it's a huge part of why I want to go see it. I mean... I already, like, hear some of the songs they're playing in it from the previews and from the teasers, and... It's just awesome already, so it just kind of hypes it up more for me. I'm hopefully going to go see it tomorrow. <laughs> I uh, Grace, my sister Grace, went to yeah. see it uh, a week or two ago. Didn't think she was going to like it. Loved it. I took Courtney to see it the other night. Didn't She didn't think she was going to like it. Loved it. So even the non-Marvel people yeah. are really digging this movie, <laughs> um, who have seen it at least. But so we, we talked Drax, we talked... Well, real, real quick here, oh, I do want to say, now... What what's your wife's thoughts as well? I mean, does she want to see it? Is she kind of like, eh? She was really, really eh when we just saw the previews um, all the way back, like, you know, when they were doing Winter Soldier, they were doing previews for this. Yeah. Um, all the way back in April. Yeah. All the, <laughs> was it really April? April, April it, to August is like a pretty, like, decent span of time for a movie. They usually start, the Marvel movies usually start advertising about six months out. So okay. It's, yeah. it's, oh, so it's... And pretty, actually, they started a little bit later than normal for Guardians because Cap was only four months. Yeah, so it's pretty much on par with what Marvel does like, yeah, yeah. as far as time. I think she was really, like, kind of meh about it when... Um, we saw the trailers, but the more and more she, I guess, hears about it, like, through media and everything like that, and through our friends that have seen it, she's pretty excited to go see it now. Cool. Right. So, you can go back to ignoring us and playing with my Star-Lord mask. Yes, so. Pierce has a Star-Lord mask and tiny, tiny, tiny gun. Or even the mask. Like, I mean, look at the mask of Dave. Like, it's not exactly big. Pierce's little, <laughs> little nerf, uh... Element gun, Star Lord's element gun is basically the Walther P. P- <laughs> what, what is it? Walther. <laughs> That's just kind of Walther creepy. PPK. Is it Walther PPK? I don't know what we're going for here. The tiny little James Bond gun. Oh, I well, we can go with the cricket. It's a it tiny was, little gun. It's, it's the, the cricket from MIB. How about that? Sure. Do you not remember the, the little tiny? Like I don't think I've ever it? seen the first one. What really? Only saw the second one. Thought it was okay. one of the worst things I've ever seen. All right, Dave is now vaping under the mask. Okay. <laughs> um... Well, the reason the reason I got that, and I think I mentioned this before, was I have a group of friends that will mm-hmm. occasionally dress up for the movies, and Star Lord is my character, and the movie came out on my birthday, so it was a nice little uh, treat there. Really depressing birthday, but that's a different story. Um, so I I went online because a lot of these guys like make their costumes and everything, 
And we didn't dress up for this one. We're going to dress up for Avengers next year. But I was like, I don't feel like making a whole Star-Lord mask. That's going to be a pain in the butt. So I was like, hey, internet exists. So I went on Amazon and they had a Nerf gun kit. I was like, okay. I mean, sure, it's geared for children, but it can't be that tiny. No, it is very tiny. It is <laughs> It is for small children. So, yeah. not. I think there is heads. a full-size version as well. Is there? Maybe I tried to even find slightly it. bigger than that. No, granted, size. that was fifteen dollars, so you know I yeah. can't really complain. But yeah, if I can find a full size one, that would probably be better. So, yeah, and not with the holes in the eyes. But <laughs> so, all right, go back to the actual movie though. Um, uh, so, would you say Rocket was your favorite, or I have a hard time like saying that any of them was my favorite because they were all my favorite in different moments. Okay. Um, Rocket is great, and I I might have said this in the bonus, it's not important. I'm going to re- yeah. be repeating some of oh, yeah. But they could not have gotten, now that I've seen the whole movie, they could have not have gotten closer to the voice I've had in my head for Rocket for years now unless they like lobotomized me and somehow drew that voice <laughs> directly out of my brain. That was I don't know how they do that, perfect. but that's impressive. That voice was so perfect for me, for what has been in my head since 2008, reading that character, I, I was blown away. I mean, it's not just Bradley Cooper being Bradley Cooper. It's he's doing a voice. He's being a character, and you know, props to him because he didn't have to. It's Bradley Cooper. He yeah, could have done whatever he wanted, but or not whatever he wanted. But he could have just been himself, and that would have probably been just fine if we're being honest. But this was as close to being perfect as you could possibly get for me personally. And Rocket was great. I mean, he's not. He was not just funny, but he was the Rocket I know from the comics, with you know his tactics and his penchant for blowing things up and his short temper, and and actually he even brought in some pathos. Backstory. Yeah, you know, worked in his backstory a bit, which was nice. The whole you know drunken crying thing. Yeah. So yeah, was which was nice. very effective and kind of came. I don't want to say came out of nowhere, but like really jumps up and, and punches you in the gut, which is really good. Yeah. No, it was it was definitely nice. And I can't tell you how many times on Reddit I've already seen people say, we are Groot. And I'm like, yes, yes, he <laughs> said that. He did say he did say that thing. So, And little baby Groot was absolutely adorable. So, mm-hmm. uh, Dave, do not say to the end of the movie, the very end, like Why after not? credits. Why not? It's not worth it. It's to- I stay to the end of every Marvel movie. It's I think it's happen. quite funny, actually. What, does he have a little baby and he says, we are Groot or something? No, no, no. no. There's a mid-credit scene and an after-credit What's scene. What's not even mid-credit scene? It's like the start of the... It's like it's after, a credit and then the... It's the, after the hero credits. Okay, yeah. hero credits, So the, Yeah, the mid-credit scene is actually adorable. Okay. Um, but, no, the, the end-credit scene... I rather like the end credit scene. Some people don't. I I, mean, I just didn't get anything out of it. Like, and I forgot to warn my parents, and they were like, "You should have told us not to stay." I was like, "Yeah, well." So, um, Adam Warlock's cocoon. That's kind of important. Yeah. Also, his backstory is weird. Oh my oh, yeah. god, the whole caterpillar, whatever. Okay. Well, he's basically Space Jesus Doctor Who. Yeah, with pizzazz. Space Jesus Doctor Who slash the devil. Depending Slash on the how devil. you know. Yeah, because when he regenerates, he could come back the worst villain ever, or the best hero ever. You never know what you're going to get when Adam Warlock comes back. Oh, okay. That's his whole thing. He's like, I'm going to flip a coin, now I'm evil this time. <laughs> well, it's just, that's the personality he comes back with, sometimes. Sometimes. Which okay. is cool. I did not know that about him. Yes, that is how Adam Warlock works, more or less. I mean, it's complicated. So, I guess, I'm guessing he's going to be the thing in the second one. He's going to be in the second one. We don't okay. know, like, hero, villain. Hero, villain. I mean, he'll most certainly have the soul gem, because that's his whole thing. Um, so, that's... So, we're missing two, then, right? Let's talk well, gems at here. least two, probably three. At least two, maybe three. All right, so, so Loki had the mind. We don't know. 
I thought that was pretty much just said that they've gone out of their way not to confirm that. Okay. Yes. Um, so, space. Space is the Tesseract, the Cosmic Cube. Yep. Uh, from Captain America, the first the, Avenger, and The Ether is the reality, I'm assuming. Ether, we, we believe, is reality. I don't think they've confirmed that, but it's the one that makes the most okay. sense. And, hmm, let me guess what the one from Guardians is. They only said the word, like, 50 billion dives. Power. Yeah, it's a power stone. It, power, power, power. It gives you power. Do you want power? Power. Well, all of power. them give you power. This one just specifically gives you power. <laughs> yeah, no, like, they just kept saying power over and over again. Um, I really wanted someone to be like, I have the power, but no. So, Soul is pretty inextricably linked with Adam Warlock yeah. and time. Plus mind, if, if it's not Loki's staff. I, I'm a, I mean, the general assumption is that it's Loki's General staff. assumption, but I mean, even in Avengers, they say it's made from the Tesseract. You know, so... Yeah, it's okay. it's unknown. It could it's be. Unknown. It could not. So, I, w- I wonder how they're going to do time as well. Um, I think there's a lot of options. They could bring it in an Agents of Shield, which I think would be pretty interesting. You could do it with Doctor Strange. You could do it with the Inhumans. You could do it with it Black could be. Panther. Hmm. You could do it with a lot of different characters. Actually, I would I would be interested to see because apparently the third one, the third Avengers, I should say, is Civil War. I think they've no. They've, <laughs> no. Yeah, like, the president of Marvel came out and said a bunch of movie titles. No, he didn't. What there are Photoshop things going around on Reddit that people... The first comment in every one of them is, this is clearly Photoshop because it's never... A, it won't no. be Civil okay. War. Civil War doesn't make sense because they don't have the right characters. It doesn't make sh- sense because... They do have the right characters. It literally wouldn't make sense in the world of the MCU because... Name, tell me how many of those characters have secret identities. Okay. That's, that's... <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't even work thematically in the universe. Um, also, Civil War isn't that good. But beyond that, it'll most, yeah, it'll but, most certainly be Thanos. That, that is okay. what they've been leading to. Alright. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's clearly what they've been leading to. I was just curious if they were going to do, you know, like, after Avengers 3, after Guardians 3 is everybody movie, and then that's versus Thanos kind of thing. Like, or... It, mo- it's, it's still unsure. This is mostly, yeah. you know, Or just have, like, but. a movie called The Infinity Gauntlet, or something like that. And that's just everyone at the same time. So... It's unknown, but yeah. you know, Ultron is definitely Avengers two. Yeah, unknown if Thanos will make any appearance. Um, and then, I'm sure he'll make a cameo, like probably at the end of the credits or something. But who knows? Yeah. Um, uh, well, there's also what was th- there's a rumor that Ultron could be connected to the mind or Soul Stone because it could, or specifically the Vision. Like I was wondering about that too, and, stuff. and since they made it a very clear point of pointing out that Stark has Loki's staff in his possession, I think was the last place it was. No, Hydra has it. Hydra has it. That's right. Okay, I forgot about that. Um, oh, that's right because it was in with the with the twins. Uh, yeah, it would be interesting. Yeah, if Vision ends up being what has or who has, I guess, the mind gem, and it would make sense distinguishing him from Ultron, and that's what sets him apart. Yeah, I so, mean, there could be a lot of different options there. Yeah. I, I don't really see Ant-Man having one. No. Could, but unlikely. I, um, I hope they don't, honestly. Oh, what if they actually finally do make a Hulk movie and that's the mind? That'd be interesting. No, probably wouldn't. I don't think so. I want them to do Planet Hulk. They never will, but... No, I, I doubt it. I, I had heard rumors that they were thinking about doing Planet Hulk as Guardians 2. That could be interesting, but they, they've already said that's not what it's going to be. But maybe like a Guardians three, that could be that could be an interesting version of it, mm-hmm. because that's the whole problem. Is if you do Planet Hulk, it's just Hulk the whole time. A, that's super expensive. 
Yeah. But the characterization stuff, you you lose tons from that. But you bring in the Guardians, you've already established the Sakarans in Guardians That's 1. That's true. You know, then you can really do some interesting things there. You know, make him make them part of his, what is it, Battleborn or whatever his group was? Ah, uh, yeah, I forgot what they're called. You know, make them, you yeah. know, and then you can have Hulk teaming up with Groot. Yeah. <laughs> Wordless fighting. Um... No, I think that could be good, and I, I've heard some people speculate, oh, what if, you know, the end of Ultron, they're like, oh, so Hulk was really good in smashing all these things, but he's kind of going crazy right now. There's we definitely get a rumor that's going to happen, that he yeah. will be on a spaceship going into deep space by the end of that movie. It's pure speculation, we don't know, but it's but possible. It would be very interesting if they did do that, or, you know, suddenly Gardens just have to stop Hulk, and that would be an interesting crossover. <laughs> so, um, I don't know how you're going to have an entire movie... Of him in Hulk form, but so, and, and I also heard someone talk about it's very interesting. He at least Ruffalo's Hulk is the most controlled Hulk of them all. I feel like where it's less. I'm just going to go berserk, and we're just going to see what happens. You know, well they pretty much established that as long as he's in control when he turns, he'll he'll be he'll, in he'll have the whole a, time. at least a lot of the control. Okay. If he changes against his will, that's when you get. You know, classic. Okay, alright, that's that's fair then. Alright, I didn't pick up that distinction, but it makes sense. Well, I mean, that's pretty sense. much the distinction in Avengers, which is... And then they're yeah. kind of building to that by the end of the Edward Norton Hulk, you know, with him being, you know, kind of being able to control it and change it will right there. And the direct end. it, yeah. And then in Avengers, when the explosions happen and he's all of a sudden just the Hulk and being manipulated by Loki, he's an animal crazy monster and fighting things. through the ship. But yeah. when he, you know, I'm always angry. He's, when he's able to stand around them yeah. and not just rip he still punches Thor. Yeah. <laughs> he still holds a grudge, which was awesome. But uh, did you know? You, and this we're getting off topic. Yeah, now, let's try to steer back to Guardians. But one too. one last thing, like, and I do want to talk about apparently the uh, the footage, and I don't know what it, it, it was the Comic Con's footage of um, them goofing around trying to pick up the hammer, and I just learned about this the other day. And then Cap actually goes and starts picking it up, and like Thor freaks out. From what I understand, from what I've read, it's not that he starts to pick it up; it's that it budges, which with everybody else, it didn't budge. And it's the and it, for anybody that doesn't understand in the in the comic, yeah. San Diego Comic Con footage, they showed the Avengers sitting around at start and Avengers Tower, drinking, and kind of heavily, moving around, yeah. laughing about the hammer and is it technology, is it magic, is it a big smoke and mirrors trick? And so they're all trying to pick it up in various ways. No one can budge it, of course, but Cap just slightly gets it to budge. Just enough to make Thor kind of arch an eyebrow. And, yeah, like, uh, what? And then so, Ultron busts in. <laughs> so they don't get to finish that Is that really how that yeah. ends? Really? Like, oh, okay. Like, Mark One or Mark Two of Ultron burst through the wall at that very moment. It's like, of course you're not worthy. You're all mu- murderers and monsters. And you're going to be the downfall of the human race unless I stop you. Oh, is that Ultron's stick? Is that It's pretty much always been Ultron's stick. Well, I thought Ultron's stick always was I just kind of want to take over everything. Well, it's it's a pretty classic sci-fi, I've said this phrase twice now, but a pretty classic sci-fi trope of the robots or whatever don't take over because they want to control the world, but it's because if they control the world, they can maybe stop all the nonsense that humans pull that will eventually destroy the planet. Yeah, the, yeah. Replace rule one with humankind. You know, look at yeah. the Geth and Mass Effect, look at, you know, the all, all different, you know, things like that. It's more yeah. of this... You know, we're going to do this, or, or, or even beyond the Geth, the uh, the Reapers, you know. You keep screwing this up, therefore it's For a second I thought you said Reapers, I'm like, hey, what? No, no, no. Reapers just want to rape you and then kill you and then eat your flesh, and hopefully in that order. But I hope I... Wear your skin. Ah, that's the one I was like, I'm forgetting a piece of that. Wear your skin, hopefully in that order. Forget <laughs> a piece of that skin. <laughs> so, back to Guardians. So, circling back around. So, 
Um, trying to think what else to say. Like, well, we haven't talked Groot or Rocket pretty much. Well, we talked Groot. We, Rocket. we talked we about talk yeah. Groot much. We didn't talk Peter with much or Yondu or Yondu. Yeah, I um, loved Yondu. <laughs> I just loved his little trick. It's just like, yeah, I'd like to get that and a bunch of things, different colors, and put them on my dashboard. Yeah, that'd be nice. Can I do that? I like that. Was I just loved Yondu doing that. So, I, Dave, I, can't I think if you're joking, <laughs> Dave, I think you'll like Yondu. It's it's Merle. Yeah, Merle from Walking Dead. Okay. It's Michael Rooker. Okay. So with with the weirdest mohawk that you'll ever see in your entire life. Well, so. it's not. It's a fin. Well, it's like a weapon control thing. Have you ever seen Yondu in the comics before? Well, in that, it's a fin. This is that broken off. Like it's all jagged and filed down. I thought that this was just like a metal piece. I don't think so. It's bursting out from under his skin. Yeah, I thought it was like attached to his skull as like a psychic control for the thing. I don't think so. Because it glows. It does glow, but his eyes glow too. But it glows when he uses the thing. As do his eyes. Okay, well then it's linked to his eyes too then. <laughs> but so. it still could be that his fin just in its natural state would glow as well. And made out of metal? I wouldn't say it was made out of metal. It looked like it was made out of like creatine. Really? Because I thought it... Okay, I thought it looked like it was made out of metal. But... Regardless, Yondu is also very different from his comic book version. Yeah. I explain that away as this is a distant ancestor ancestor of the Yondu Udanta from the comics. Or, you know, you know a thousand years removed. I kind of like it better that they just did the, you know, interstellar redneck kind of feel. Well, yeah, but for people who love the, you know, the Yondu from the comics, which is all of, like, 12 people, <laughs> and no offense <laughs> to really them, love it's, it's a very small fin fan, fan base. Redfin. But... Um, well, I, he's blue with a red fin, dude. Yes. But you know, if you just explain that this is his distant ancestor, awesome. You know, yeah, they have similar weaponry, similar look, a bunch of inbred led to this guy. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, also he's gonna teach stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you know that guy is uh, Seth Gunn, that or Sean Gunn. Sorry, that's John, yes. uh, J- uh, James Gunn's brother. Also, dude from uh, David's. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kurt from Gilmore Girls. I don't know the guy's name. I know him as Kurt from Gilmore Girls. Exactly. Well, so. he's the brother of the writer-director okay. of this movie, and he's in the movie. Yeah. Okay. He's like the redneck yes-man. So, <laughs> yeah. But, no, I thought he... Uh, the whole woobly woobly. What? What's the same scene with... I can't tell if you're choking. Oh, that... <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the more I think about it, like he might be my favorite character. Like, he's I, pretty awesome. I wish there was more of of just all the the, the Ravengers. I, like, if I was able to go into space and join like an interstellar, you want to be a cannibal cannibal pirate? Oh, who says they're cannibals? They do like five <laughs> times in the movie. You don't see them eat anyone because it's a PG thirteen movie, but multiple references are made to the fact that they would have been perfectly willing to eat Peter when they kidnapped Okay, him. that's not cannibal. Cannibal's eating your own. Okay, fair enough, <laughs> but we don't know what species he is, at least in half. Well, yeah, but they... They're they, perfectly willing to eat other sentient beings. Let's put it that way. Okay, I'd eat dolphin. Dolphins aren't sentient. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Dolphins aren't sentient. They're close enough. They're no, the they're really not. You compare them to. Well, all right. Great disagree. Dolphins are not nearly as smart as people like to think they are. I thought you were going to say as smart as people were like, no, yeah, that's true. They have not built society. So, Would you eat monkey? I hate monkeys, so maybe. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe. can't imagine they taste very good. You hate vegetables and you don't eat those, so if that's any inclination. <laughs> well, that's different. That's like a food that I hate. Like Monkey could be a food that you hate. Well, that's true, but... <laughs> so let's go to your namesake. What about 
Peter Quill. Star yeah, Lord. Star Lord. I I've always adored Chris Pratt. Like he was probably my favorite character in Parks and Rec, and he I certainly th- one of mine. I think he definitely delivered all the way through. Like he just had this. I'm just kind of gonna roll with things and like try to be a pretty boy and pawn this off and. Just kind of see where it goes, and I really liked it. And it's Andy meet Hans, meets Han Solo meets Indiana Jones, you know. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, and yeah, I think you could argue that he is the only one with character development too. No, I disagree with that completely. Really? I think all five of them get character. Well, I'd say Groot gets the least, but even he gets <laughs> some good moments. I mean, I think he gets. I don't think Groot changes a character. I think he was always just Groot. I think he literally changes as a character the most. Oh, I think well, in terms okay. Of, as in physical appearance, sure, I you think can in terms, say that. And in terms of character character development, I'd say he gets the least, but I still say he gets I was about moment. to say, what Groot does in the end of the movie, I think he would have done in the beginning of the movie. Like, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, like... But he, Groot's also a dog. Yeah, drinking out of the fountain. No, I know? mean, literally, he's based on James Gunn's dog. Really? That's what they based all of it on. The, when you, Peter goes to Morag right in the beginning of the movie, yeah. um, and he's using his little... Um, 3D mapping kind of thing, the, and he the walks time, past a dog. Yeah. Okay, that's James Gunn's dog that they base Groot on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so yes. Vin Diesel have to spend time with James Gunn's dog? I don't like, know. Because I'm be talking really... in terms of the physical mannerisms. No, yeah, but also the big I'm smile, sure they, the eyes. Yeah, I'm also sure they just got typecasted in the role. <laughs> He's great at though. He's, he does yeah. a great job. He, um, really, now, did they do? what they do with, like, a lot of other characters, and did they do it with Bradley Cooper, of kind of, like, doing the whole dots all over him kind of I thing? don't believe so, because I've seen footage of them recording the lines, and there's no... There's, there's none no of that? Okay. Capture, no. I believe Sean Gunn did the motion capture for Rocket. You were telling me about that, because that's where the one line comes from. And I don't think... I think I thought at one point that Vin Diesel was doing motion capture for... Group because of the stealth, but it was more, he was just doing it to see what it would be like to be that tall to get in the character. But it wasn't a motion capture or performance capture thing. There, that, and speaking of being tall as Groot, that was the one thing that, when it wasn't CGI, I was like, that looks so fake. Groot's legs, as they were climbing up them. Well, I don't really think they looked fake, they just looked like vines to me. Yeah, it just seemed odd that, you know, you went from the CGI to that, and it's just, I don't know, it seemed kind of weird to me. And why Groot didn't just pick them up and put them down. Well, his hands were holding him steady up top. They had become part of the... I guess I missed thing. that, so... But, yeah, so... I adored it. I want to see it again. We didn't talk too much about the CG. Oh, you just brought it up, though, so yeah, let's yeah. talk about that. They did really well with two completely CG characters, Groot and Rocket, Yeah. Um, who interact with the other characters very effectively, interact with each other and the environment very effectively. There are a couple, like, lip movements of Rocket that I kind of raised an eyebrow at. Not in that they were bad, but in that a oh, we're so close way of, like, our animation is, like, 1% away from being able to fully push it. Like, in the way that I thought, like, the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes apes were, like, 100% there, Rocket was, like, 99.9999. There's okay. just, like, a couple little movements where I was like, ooh, that... And it wasn't even, like, the movements were wrong. It was that the CG, like, it just needs to be a little bit further for uncounty, like, uncanny valley reasons. Groot was much easier because he's much less... Um, he doesn't have the skin, it's all bark. And so the yeah. movements and everything like that were much more realistic. And you didn't have as many lines that you had to, you know... True, but even... He still moves his mouth around, and but he doesn't have lips, he doesn't have yeah. you know a lot of those things, so you can buy it a lot more. Like, I can look at a raccoon 
and see what its skin. But even said that, like when Rocket um, comes out, it's not a shower, but the disinfecting, you know, the spray. orange. Yeah, like that was amazing. The wet fur. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen wet fur that looked that good. Really? It was really, really good. That is, I, from what I understand, I'm no CG compositor or anything like that, or CG animator, but. From what I understand, water and fur, in particular, very hard to do. Oh, very hard, and yeah. wet fur, you go out of your way to avoid having to do a shot like that. Because that is just, you know what a wet dog, or a wet cat, or a wet, you know, whatever, and or you your own wet hair looks like, like, and it's super hard to do to get that right. You know, because it's, it's both hair physics, which are very... Hair physics. Hair physics I know it's very, a, it's, I know it's very a difficult. Yeah. Plus the water physics and making them work and making it not look too reflective, but not re- not not reflective enough. Um, really hard to do. Um, also CG, we had the space battles. I thought... Very good. The, the ships look great. I might have said this in the bonus episode. I wish they distinguished the Milano a little bit more so you had a, a more distinct silhouette. Because once the other Ravager ships ships show up, it's hard identical. Yeah, and so knowing which one is which is, is very difficult. Like until you go through the cockpit and can see who's flying it, you don't know what ship it is. You know, once that final battle starts. But I think it was so many cuts within that that it didn't matter too much. Oh, and, and, I, and I agree. But I, I do love that they used physical sets for the ships for the cockpits. Yeah, which looked amazing. Like even translating into film looked great. It's the and it's the old Firefly bit there with you know. I, Having a full natural ship looks nice. Yeah, and be, uh, having it on gimbal so they can exactly. film it like actually it, in motion. It works really well. So um, The Dark Aster looks amazing. I love the design of that ship with the rotating columns. Um, yep. Just looks really, really neat. Um, the, I like the Nova ships a lot. The Nova ships are really cool. They're I love cute. The, I love the design. I love how they work together. Um, yep. I, I like that whole... Um, blockade slash net thing. Yeah, the whole, yeah. Which people have taken screenshots and have pointed out how similar it is to the um, the force field in Thor 2 around Asgard and how it's it's kind of building, you know, just yeah. subtly how similar these technologies are because they're just different alien races mm-hmm. in the same universe. It was really cool stuff. And I think, so we can also say this is the first time Novas have been in... No, Nova movie. Centurions, yes. These are not, uh, you know, you know full Nova Novas, but these are Centurions, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like in the movie these... Those are Nova Novas. Like, I don't think on the Nova homeworld, if they were going to have Novas... Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think Nova Novas exist yet. But guess what they have now? True. They have a power stone. True, yeah. A a source of infinite power, and they have a completely decimated military slash police force. They are defenseless and desperate, and they have an unlimited power source. What would you do in that situation, Pierce, if you called yourself <laughs> Nova? No, that's actually a very good point. Yeah, I, I, I think, think it's a perfect it setup for that. Okay. Because, yeah, even, even the Novas they had looked, I don't want to say frumpy, but... They were space cops. Yeah, you know, exactly. But like not like Green Lantern or Nova Corps space cops in that they're laser, laser, exactly. you know, human rockets. There's no human rocket and, Yeah, exactly. They're just, you know, they're military, you know, and, and spaceships. Yeah. But next movie... They could very well do, you know... I mean, and they, they established, you know, Saul and Day, which were very important, you know, Nova mm-hmm. Corps members. I got my d- message. <laughs> but, um... Oh, man, I don't believe that anyone is 100% a dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what did you think of Korath? Who's Korath? Jaman Hansu. Who? That guy. Korath the Pursuit. I... General introductory bad guy. I mean, I feel like they should have cut him. And I like Jaman Hansu, but I think 
Ronan didn't need two henchmen. Three henchmen, technically. Um, like, named important henchmen. Because Jarman Hantu is in, like, three scenes. And they're fine, but if you had limited it to Ronan and Nebula, it would have benefited both of them. So if it had been Nebula that finds him in the first place? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think okay. pretty much every scene with him in it, you could have replaced him with Nebula. Except the fight where there's two fights going at the same time, but he barely does anything in that fight. And, and he punches I, a couple people and then which, gets his skull ripped which, Well, there's that. I, I think, honestly, and on, I don't know how the filming of everything worked, but I wonder if they did that because they didn't have her set well enough, and because that's the first thing we really saw from the movie. And so it's really easy just to get him and Chris Pratt in a scene together and just kind of throw the who together. But I, like, I think you could have done that with just a general Sakaran. We see a Sakaran speak later in the movie, so it's not like they're mute. Yeah, but you also for you don't want to have a faceless guy. No, the one with the, the one with that speaks as a mouth. It has like the faceplate. Okay, but I think it, it does better for an introductory. I, I completely agree, but because he has got that big scene there, and then pretty much nothing to do the rest of the movie, he feels extraneous. And I, make him I Nebula, didn't even think about that. Like, you know, make make him something. Make him Ronin. Make it Ronin right there, and Peter just happens to escape by dumb luck. Yeah, and boom, you know, it sets up Ronin earlier in the movie. Yeah, um, or something like that. Because I feel like they should have cut Ronan or Nebula, but Nebula has more importance as you... Or not, sorry, Korath or Nebula. But Nebula has more importance going down the line, so I can see why you want to introduce her, whereas this guy, he's introduced and he dies. And he does nothing in between. And, get, and, and like, I didn't even consider that, I think, just because he was just a framing point in the beginning. And, like, that is the only purpose to him. I agree, if they could have used Nebula, Nebula that would have been better. But, like I said, I think that probably just came down to Nebula wasn't ready or set for early stuff. So I think she, I think she was, because I know when they showed the sizzle reel at Comic-Con last year, I'm pretty sure she was in that footage. Okay. She definitely already had her head shaved, and they'd been shooting for, like, four days at that point. Hmm. So if they'd only been shooting for four days, she was ready. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? That's true, yeah. Um, or you just shoot that scene later on in filming. You know, these things get moved around all the time. And also there's something to be said about casual... And I think Jarman Hanzo would make a really good Black Panther. So if you'd have saved him for that, you know. It could still be done. It could still be good. You uh, know, I, and there are people that are hoping at some point, and I know it'll never happen because they'll get sued up and down, but eventually Captain America in some way is going to say flame on. But, you know, why would he ever do that? And what would that have to do with Korath? Okay. Alright, so you said you want him to be Black Panther. Black Panther, So yes. someone being two characters. Okay. Oh, uh, uh, but not yeah. in the same universe. Okay, in the same... Yes, in the same universe. No. The Fantastic Four movies are Fox. They're not... I understand that they're owned by... But they still take place in the quote-unquote... No, they don't. They take place in literally different universes. Okay. Right. The MCU is 19,999, and I don't know what the Fox Fantastic Four universe, which is now defunct anyway... And it will now oh, be yeah. rebooted uh, as a different one, what that number even was. But it is a completely different universe. Okay. Where other superheroes the do not exist. The point is, people want him to say Flame On at no some point. No one wants him to say Flame On I want him to say Flame On at some point. There, there's no reason for him to do that. It would be, I, it would be funny. I would, it would be wouldn't great. bother me. Yeah. But, there's, but there is, you know, people will get over someone being two characters. I, I agree, but it also, this one was just, again, it was just so extraneous that it seemed like a waste. Yeah. You know, unlike, like, I would say the same thing about Glenn Close. You know, pretty much a waste. She's fine in the movies, but she's there for like two scenes. They can use her in the future because she say. doesn't die. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me where it was him. It's just he's there, then he's dead. Yeah. And yeah. does nothing in the middle. 
That doesn't really bother me at all. <laughs> what did you think of Thanos? Speaking of villains. Gold. Lots of gold everywhere. I will bathe the starways in your blood. Yeah, it was interesting that was the first full, uh, for lack of a better term, for full frontal of Thanos. <laughs> yeah, first, exactly. first vocal performance. Yeah, vocal performance, seeing him in totality. You know, I, his costume... Don't trifle with me, boy. His costume's simple, which is nice. They didn't, you know, go over the top. They didn't do the weird cloth stuff from the past, where he's basically wearing a blue and, you know, gold-striped robe with shoulder pads. Um, I'm glad the shoulder pads are gone. Um, was surprised that they, uh, killed What's-His-Face so quickly. The other? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they just killed Alexis Denisov. I was like, well, I mean, yeah, comics, he comes back, but... Alexis Denisov? The, the raspy, the hooded dude, right? I was like, don't talk to him that way. That's not Corvus Glaive, that's the other, they're two different people. Oh, what? Well, he looks like Corvus, so... Vaguely similar, but they're different characters. Are they? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they both had, like, gold things around their heads and wearing black robes and so... Very... They're, they're similar in design, again, but they're not the same okay. right. character. Weird, shrump, scrumpled, emperor-looking faces. Aliens. Yeah. Oh, my aliens. Yeah. Yeah. With his double thumbs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I was like, oh, Alexis Denisov is back. Oh, Alexis Denisov is dead. <laughs> He's not back anymore, ever again. <laughs> Bye-bye, Buffy Universe Connection. <laughs> I think they, you know, and I think that could also say something if he's not gone. You know, if, like, they kind of bring him back and... and well, I don't think there's any real reason to. I mean, he, he doesn't do anything of importance. He's I mean, not he's, he's kind of, yeah, he's a herald or whatever the term is. Yeah, you know. he's basically a mailman. Well, yeah, he's he's like the, whatever the dude... He's with a the, secretary. With whatever the tail on his head dude is in Jabba's palace. Um, oh, um... He's more or less that. Uh, Twi'lek, his name is Bib Fortuna. That him, it's pretty much the same role. The person that you know, yeah, the presenter or whatever, you know, and, you know. I think that could also say that something about Thanos' power, uh, you know, whatever it may be. If he's in a relationship with Death, if they're going to go down that route, whatever. If this is all leading to the cancer verse, and we had no idea, <laughs> so that would be a good twist. If they were like, oh no, cancer, so that would be interesting. So, who do you think Peter Quill's father is? Actor wise. No, who do you think, character-wise, will be his father? James Gunn has come out and said it is not Jason in the MCU. Huh. Did not hear that. Uh, Marvel? Could be. Interesting. Uh, you know, if you're talking about something ancient, something... Both could be interesting and could be comic interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, if you're talking about something ancient, something, you know, not seen for a very long time, you know, that could be an interesting but Marvel lead-in. Marvel's just Cree. That's not ancient. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, and they could probably rework it. But I mean, all right. What, what's what's your thoughts? What, what is I've seen a lot of interesting theories that I like. I've heard some people say possibly Yondu. I don't really think that makes sense. I understand their arguments of why he could be and just be lying about it, but I don't think it works. Also, no, that does not work. Why then is Peter not blue? Yeah, or not even even blue? tinted blue. I mean, yes, you can go the Loki route of it's just hidden, but. And, no, and, and, yeah, he wouldn't be like, that dude's a jackass, like, you know, like, they wouldn't do <laughs> Unless that. Unless he's talking about himself, in which case, Well, you know. yeah, I guess, but, no, alright, so what's, what's your thoughts um, on I'm still going through theories. Okay, well, you're going through everyone else's theories, so. Yeah, well, my, I don't really have my own theory. Okay. I like, I like a couple of them a lot, but, okay. um, Adam Warlock is a theory. I was about to say that's a possibility, I guess, yeah. Um, if I say Star Fox, not the Aww. Nintendo character. No, Ooh, no barrel rolls, yeah. But the Marvel character who long predates that. Um, also known as Eros, I believe. I'd have to look that up. Okay. 
Do you know who I'm talking about? Not a clue. Um, Thanos' brother. Okay. I was about to say probably something to do with Thanos. Thanos' right. brother, who's essentially kind of another Space Jesus-type character who's all about the free love, uh, and would totally fit Peter's mother's description of Peter's father. Um, plus, really hates Thanos. Thanos really hates him. It would make Peter Thanos' ne- nephew. Yeah, um, that could be... And it would also make Peter part eternal, which is a huge deal and would explain why he was able to hold the Infinity But Stone. then he's dating his, like, stepsister? No, she's adopted. Yeah, but... Alright, so cousin? No. What is your conception of familiar relationships? <laughs> okay. Not blood-related, period. But still cousin? No. Yes. If... Okay, so... In my, the eyes of the law, no. <laughs> my uncle adopts a girl. Guess what? She's still my cousin. But not in terms of the law and in terms of marriage. Yeah, no, that. yeah, that's true, but it's just weird. It's Let's put it this way. It's a lot less weird than The Empire Strikes Back. Okay, that's <laughs> true. Yes. And granted, even with my own within my own family, you know, stepbrother has married stepsister. So I've I've seen that happen. I've you seen didn't need to know that. Yeah, though, okay. <clears throat> I've seen weirdness, and I am not redneck. Um, yeah. and no. just in Shut up. Um, you know, so I that that'd be interesting. I don't Star Fox. I feel like it's so obscure. Like I feel like they would go with something. Not really. You know, I don't... Just because you don't know him doesn't make sure. I mean, he's obscure in the way that all of these characters are obscure. I don't see it being Warlock, just because it's like, oh, hey, Dad, where have you been? Oh, I was actually at the collector's place. I was there. I was just a giant caterpillar. You know, like, it's a weird sentence. Like, Well, he doesn't have to explain it that way. I guess. I don't know. I I could just... uh, My my money's going to be a Marvel. Or Marvel, I should say. Like, I feel like... Either that or something inhuman, like an inhuman. Uh, inhuman's time. another another thing I've heard that would kind of make sense, and I wouldn't have a problem with that. Yeah. For me, it's just the eternal thing makes so much sense that it's particularly because it's something ancient they haven't seen before. Like that's true. If it's Cree, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But then they would also have to take a move to explain the Eternals, unless they make Warlock no, really. an Eternal, which could be an interesting. If they've got Thanos, they've already got an Eternal. Yeah, but if they, I could also see it then if Warlock is. They play as he's an eternal. Warlock isn't even an alien. He was created by scientists. Okay. Yeah, in the comics. Again, all this is comics. No, no, so. I, I, I completely yeah. agree when I understand what you're saying. Like, Drax is an alien in this. Like, what if it's Guardians 2, Rise of the Eternals? Like, you know, something like that. Or, what about Celestials? <laughs> you have some... Dave discovers Bluetooth. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going about it anyway. Um... Yeah, so that would, if they worked in, I think they're probably going to work in the Celestials somehow, like... Well, did did I tell you about my misunderstanding? What? Okay, so I was reading up on the, both on Peter's heritage before they had announced that it's not Jason in the movie, and on the the Celestials. Do you know what Jason's father's name is, so Peter's grandfather? It's Eason, E-S-O-N, or Eason. Eason. I I believe, if I remember correctly. Not like Esau, Eason. But... There's also, and I this is where my confusion was, there's also a celestial named Isan. Okay. And I thought they were the same character for me. Oh, that'd be bad. Took me some research to figure out. I was that, like, that doesn't really make any sense. Was, yeah. I didn't think the celestials could mate with humanoids. Uh, but size differences, no problem. Well, the celestials can change their oh, well, size pretty much at will. So. But, um, but yeah, I was like, oh, that I didn't know that <laughs> Peter Quill was a quarter um, celestial. celestial. That would be, that'd be really weird. Um, 
I will say, speaking of Celestials... That what did you think of the celest- the two Celestials we saw? Two? Well, there's a second. Well, there's nowhere. Yeah, I got that. In the in the cl- in the most two most important move- oh, moments of yes, any yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Marvel movie, the ever. clip of the one blowing the. Plane. I, I'm not um, sure if it's Asimar the Ju- Ashimar the Judge or it might actually be Isan. In okay. that. I forget I forget which which um. Like that. But was we good. saw full motion Celestials in action destroying the planet. That yes, I and that was the Watchers quite possibly. Was the six beings around the the trying to harness the one trying to harness? If the, you yeah. if you look at them from behind, they share the exact same silhouette as the Watchers. Really? Yeah, they're different in design. They don't have giant heads, but they have these kind of dome shaped helmets and capes that have that same exact shape as the Watchers. I did capes. notice that. Yeah, we okay. don't know, but this is speculation, and it would be cool. It and would they've be got like um, steampunk. What if his dad is a Watcher? Like, what if they change Watchers around, and what if his dad is a Watcher? His dad could be a Watu? That could be interesting, but Peter has hair. Okay, <laughs> cool, good. And his mother did not. My, my dad doesn't have hair, I have hair. For so, now. Well, also, <laughs> I'm ignoring what you just said about his mother. It was, cause cause that's was kind of the most horrible that was thing the worst I've said thing. recently. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Dave, get ready for up-level enjoyment of the first, you know, five, ten minutes of the movie. So, yeah, just... There's no one get ready for up-level enjoyment during this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers have not been an issue at this point, because I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. Well, that's good. Yeah. You know, we're, yeah, we're just talking theories that are far beyond probably anyone that normally is just going to see this movie. <laughs> like, I no, we, I, my girlfriend and I were, were sitting at PJ's last night, and they have an outdoor si- seating area. And we were kind of sitting adjacent to another couple, and she hasn't seen it yet. But they start talking about it. And I'm like, I want to say something... But they're just going to think I'm really weird, so I'm just going to shut my mouth. So, yeah. Yeah. Better to remain silent and appear a fool than open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah, exactly. Or just <laughs> to appear really Bible, dirty. which is probably the first time I've done that on the show. <laughs> or just to appear really dirty. That's really the bigger... Nerdy or dirty? Nerdy. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, they looked like they did not care. They just <laughs> saw me. So, uh, yeah. That's all the theories I got. So, um... Yeah, I think it's a pretty healthy discussion. Yeah. So, uh, I, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. You can listen yeah. to the many other podcasts I've already given my thoughts on. Um, in our bonus episode after episode 80, there'll be a little bit more Guardians discussion. Just just a slight like little highlights with other uh, discussion about weddings and our yeah. AC trip. And, and, and I think that I think in this we talk more like, I don't want to say the heavy stuff, but like theories, next movie. Like In that we just talked more of the basics of it. Too, and I'm so. pretty sure James Gunn has confirmed Warlock will be in the second one. Yeah. As well as... A like human rocket Nova. I don't know if he said specifically Richard Ryder, but a Nova Nova. Okay. Will, I, I believe Sam Alexander. I kind of hope not. I like Sam quite a bit. I, I do, me. and I like what they've been doing with that comic. I don't but... think, at least comics wise, it wouldn't make sense though, because you can't have your father being a Nova Nova, and you oh yeah. having his mantle if those well, don't exist yet. Well, more like the problem of having just a kid in space too. You know, and kind of, and I could see how they could do that. Like Chris Marvel Pratt being does like, kind of need to break into that, though. They need to start pushing. That. I mean, they've got a little with Big Hero Six coming out, but yeah, and so which, I could which see looks that. awesome, by the way. I have heard nothing about it. So. Oh, I'll have to show you the trailer later. It looks really fun. It's um, it's not Pixar, but it's Disney Animation Studios, and it, it's but it's a Marvel. Movie. Oh, interesting. I don't think it's technically MCU, um, but it's it's, it's close. Okay, but it looks fun. It, you know, and I can kind of see how they Harry baby. 
Okay. <laughs> Pierce's look is so confused. Yeah. I, I could see how that could be interesting. Do, like, the whole Chris Pratt being like, was this what it was like? Like, as he discovers being in space and, and all that kind of thing, that could be interesting. But I think that would take such a chunk of the movie that it would make a lot more sense for them just to do an adult Nova. And, and I agree yeah. with you. But I, I do think it is interesting Marvel has gone mostly older. And, and it would be interesting yeah. to see them kind of add in some young kids. Bring back Harley from Iron Man 3 and, and give him something to do. Because I yeah. like that kid. And I hate That's, kids, so... Well, that could be interesting if they kind of work him in somehow, or, you know... Yeah, it's just interesting to see what they're going to do with Danny Jr. dropping, with, you know, um, Evans. I mean, we pretty much know what's going to happen there, but... Or we have at least several good ideas. Best guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, unless they throw us for a loop, which they very well could. And they've done many so, times before, so... Yeah. All right, so I think that's it for our Guardians of the Galaxy discussion, at least until we decide to talk about it again because we loved it so much. Yep, um, or some spoiler comes out somehow. Yep. I, I still want to see it again. So the, I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Paris from Jersey. I'm Dave. It's <laughs> also here. This has been Jersey Shore. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N. Or you can leave us a voicemail, 972-798-3830, and just let us know that you're leaving it for Jersey Shore. You can follow me on Twitter at Jordan, F-R-N, Jersey, and iTunes ratings and reviews are always appreciated. And if you enjoy the show, don't forget to check out hhwlod.com for lots of great content just like it. 